Welcome back to the Photo CEO Podcast, where hosts Megan Mondrell and Frederica Gullickson teach you how to build your photo business by listening to your intuition, taking empowered action, and embodying the photo CEO mindset. Welcome back to the Photo CEO Podcast. Today, we have a little bit of an exciting topic, one that we have been asked multiple times, one that we've asked ourselves probably in the past multiple times. Um little bit of a buzz topic. And this topic is when should you be offering discounts? I know that there's a lot of um, benefit to offering discounts. And it's something that we all did probably much too much in the beginning years. Um, But then we started to hear negative things like never offer discounts. It devalues the entire industry. Um, It's like evil to offer discounts. So um, when should you be offering discounts? Is it actually as evil as it is meant to be? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) You'll find I, out in this episode. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I would have fallen more into that camp of like, I used to offer them a lot. And then I heard that somewhere of it's not being a good idea. And I also, for myself, didn't like the feeling of offering them, especially when I felt like I was being pressured into it. Yeah. Um. So then there was a period of time where I just like stopped offering any kind of discount whatsoever. And that I'd like to say that that served a purpose, but I don't know if it did. Um, Yeah. There might be some self-reflection coming from that on this episode. I'm still not (laughs) sure what I think about that. We'll see. I like when I think back, I, I mean, there was probably a certain period when I didn't offer any discounts or like value ads or anything. Cause let's be honest. Anytime someone's like do a value ad instead of a discount, it's the same thing. If you're giving a free hour that's still a discount um so I think that it's just like a better way of wording it potentially but um really it's apples and oranges at this point I think that I've probably have that I I mean I changed I used to change up what I did so frequently that I don't think that there was a consistent amount of time of me not offering any discount ever to anyone kind of a thing where I would be able to take any real data from that time um and I don't offer discounts willy-nilly but um it's not like I was like I went a whole year without offering a single discount um that never happened yeah well I like what you said right before we started recording so why don't you go ahead and say like when would you offer a discount I think that you should be offering discounts when it serves a goal of yours and so playing into the whole I don't think that I ever you know not like had a huge amount of time where I didn't offer a discount is because I've changed goals and like had so many different goals at once that I'm like, bah, I want to offer, I want to sell a hundred sessions in the last two months of the year or something like that. So I had lots of different goals that discounts were serving. Yeah. I remember when you did that one, I think, was it last year? Yeah. That was, that was fun. You're like, I just booked another one. I just booked another one. <laughs> that was because I, I had a meeting with a mortgage counselor and he's like, yeah, until you are bringing home $100,000 a year or you're married, you aren't going to be able to afford a house where you are. And I was like, well, screw you. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> if you're wondering, I didn't hit 100, but it was also like probably one of the loftiest goals I've ever set myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like I was um, speaking of offering discounts and having it serve a purpose. I was talking to one of our students yesterday on a coaching call. We had, we're offering these like short one to one coaching calls at the moment. And, um, I was telling her of this idea of she, cause she was saying, you know, I get so many inquiries when I'm offering services for free. And then after I start charging, like nobody 
wants to book with me or they just like pretend that they don't see my messages um, when they find out what I charge, et cetera. And so I had told her about this time that I had done this project called the 90 day photo marathon, which I've told you about plenty of times, but other people may not have heard it um, where they were technically free sessions. But the purpose of that was to do 90 sessions in 90 days. So similar to your hundred sessions in a hundred days, if that's, I think that's what it was. Right. Um, sessions before the end of the year, but right, I did right. do a 30 um, days of love. So it was like 30 sessions. Um, yeah. I had to do with love. Yeah. Yeah. So there are all these, there are all these like little projects that serve some kind of a purpose for you. Right. So for me, it was expanding my network. That was my goal and getting those people into my referral program. And so even though I technically worked for free quotes for free, they were required to leave me reviews in a number of places. And also, um, they weren't required to join my referral program, but it got me in front of a bunch of people who I wouldn't have been in front of otherwise. And so I've gotten referrals from them. They've come back for services, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so it served a longer term purpose than just, um, you know, a $50 session 10 times. Yes. Speaking of which I 90 sessions in 90 days, same with your hundred sessions by the end of the year, got nowhere close to that, but it did get me, um, like 22 new sets of galleries, 22 new sets of reviews, et cetera. Um, so it's, I want to emphasize, like, even if you don't fill up all your spots, when you offer something for free or do like a special project, it doesn't mean anything about you. And so Mm -hmm. the reason I say that is because we often say like, Oh, people don't even want this. And I'm offering it for free. Well, some people will, some people won't. And that's just how it falls. But at least you like have something that you're working towards and you have a purpose behind what you're doing with this discount. Yeah. Yeah. And so my 30 days of love one was any kind of love, self-love, family, love, couples, love, pet, love kind of a thing, whatever. Um, and I think that I got 28 and it was more than 30 days. I don't remember exactly how many days. And that one was a free photo session, but they had to pay for any, like if they wanted more than three images, they'd pay for more. Um, and then while they, I did in-person sales, so they would come over and I would go through the photos with them and do sales on the images. And then while they were there, I did a video testimonial, but all of the video testimonials turned out really awkward. And I don't think that I really ever used many of them, <laughs> but um, it was a good thought. So you can take that and run with it. Uh, but, um, but basically like, When I say that a discount has to serve a goal, it's that, um, in my opinion, that means that the discount is 100% your choice. It's not a couple coming to you and being like, hey, I just want this cheaper. (laughs) Do you have any discounts, that kind of a thing? Um, If it's somebody who, you know, them asking that comes from a good place and you think that you would be a great match together, then go for it. For instance, I did a cat themed wedding over the weekend and I offered them a little bit of a discount. And I also booked it like really far in advance. It's not like now, usually when I offer discounts, it's filling in the cracks of the year. It's really last minute kind of things. Um, and that's when I'm like, well, you know, I've already hit income goals and all that kind of stuff. So it's cherry on top. Sure. I'll offer a bit of a discount there, but this one was booked a year in advance, but I knew that I was going to be in the area at that time. So I didn't necessarily need a whole lot of travel money. Um, cause I'm not getting all the way out there. I'm just staying out there. Um, and it was a cat themed wedding. And I was like, 
if I pass this up, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. Um, and yeah, so I did it and it was amazing. Very happy with the decision to offer a discount in that case, because I knew I was going to walk away with things that were so great for my portfolio. Um, and so I think that sometimes as photographers, we can get a little bit of a chip on our shoulder and think, you know, I've been in this for a couple of years. I don't need to offer any free shoots. I don't need to do any discounts. I don't need to do anything from our, my portfolio. Um, I don't need to. And while that's, um, if that's the empowering stance that you have to have to, um, have, you know, worth behind your work and, um, put comparison at bay, then that's fine. But I also want to be on the other side of that spectrum and say that it's, you're never too late in the game to, um, do things that are really fun for you and can pull more fun business in, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I would have, I would have been exactly that person that you described of like feeling like they didn't want to offer discounts anymore for whatever reason, or not wanting to like expand the portfolio or look like I was like, my fear was always like, if I show that I'm booking free shoots, like say on social media or something that, um, my actual service wasn't like being taken up, if that makes sense. Like it was, So my mindset around that kind of thing used to be so much different than it is now. It used to be more like what you just described. Um, And yeah, that's really, really interesting. And like I said at the beginning, I don't think it served a good purpose. Like I didn't make me feel good. And, you know, there were so many different ways that I could have had more fun with my business, you know, going back to like, if, if it's your choice and you have a goal that you want to do this session or whatever for, and you offer it for free, like you can have so much fun. You can get so many new ideas. You can meet so many new people. Like it's not all just about the session price dollar amount that you get every single time. Um, I think that there's a little bit of short-sightedness in never offering discounts and never doing free work because you never know who you can meet. Like if you're, if you're, oh, that brings up another point that I want to go back to in a minute about offering free work to people that you don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. It's not always a good idea. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think that there's just a, such an opportunity for fun, for making connections, networking with people, because you don't know what type of business those people are going to bring in or what your cat portfolio is going to bring in, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and so like the other thing too, is that you don't have to, like, if you're in a position where I, I can already kind of gauge what you're going to say about the, you don't know who you're working with. If you never worked with them before, um, I've done sessions where like, I would have been happy to do them for free, but I did them for like, let's be honest, almost free, you know, like $1,500 because I just wanted to make sure there was some commitment on the other side of things. Um, but I had these ideas that I really wanted for my portfolio and it made my summer last year. So fun. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like, even if you are happy with your portfolio and stuff, sometimes it's like, everybody wants the same location. Everybody wants the same, like dress is kind of the same. They, um, and then you get in the rut of the same poses and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just doing the same gallery over and over again. I need to shake it up. Um, and so that was one way that I did it. I created a list of ideas I wanted to do and then had the sessions at really cheap, um, so that I could just get some new stuff going, you know, but anyways, people that you meet go. (laughs) People. Yeah. Well, I had, when I first, how did this work? 
I think when I was first starting my business in Lethbridge and then when I restarted it in Victoria, um, I had offered some free sessions just to like get some work and some meet some people and whatever. Um, so I think what I had done was I had posted in like Facebook groups and stuff like that, you know, parenting groups, mom groups, that sort of a thing. Um, I don't think I did any, I did some couples through word of mouth, but mostly it was families and it, I mean, most of the people were fine, but you know how the ones that weren't, they always kind of stick out the most. Um, And so that kind of put a sour taste in my mouth about working with people that I didn't know through Facebook groups, not necessarily Instagram, but Facebook groups um, who you're like offering something for free, but then that their expectations go, it's almost like you're offering like a multi-thousand dollar service. That's where their expectations are. And then even when you meet them, they're still not happy. Like there was no like fault on mine for offering a poor service. It was literally just the expectations were so weird and wild that it was like, no matter, they're the type of clients that no matter what you do, you can't make them happy. (laughs) And now you're spending all this energy working for free and having to deal with this. So that was the, I think that was what had turned me off of it there for a little while. Yeah. And that does happen, you know, like, um, when I think of the clients that were the biggest headache for me, they were all the most budget clients, but those were all of the clients who came to me um, either being like, Hey, I want a discount. And I was like, okay. Or they were the ones that I was just like, here's a discount. And they're like, I'm going to take it. You know, it wasn't like, here's the discount, but this is the plan that we're going to do. Or here's the disc or someone's talking to me and I'm like, this is the regular price, but I'll offer you this much off. Right. So it's all about the posture that you have in presenting that discount. Um, And especially if it's a free shoot, like you go with a plan, you go with like, here's a couple of different outfit choices that you could have. Like, this is what I'm thinking, um, because they're there to model for you. This is not their session. This is your session and they are modeling and getting free photos. Right. So there's a little bit of a a difference there. Um, but I I was going to say something else, but it's gone now. It's okay. Okay. (laughs) That was really interesting. Um, I'm just making some notes because there's a couple of things that you said during this conversation that I want to like round it off with at the end. Um, but here's my next question for you. Have you ever had felt pressured or, or been in awkward situations where like friends or family or acquaintances reach out for photos and then they seek a discount or want it for free? Yeah. I mean, I think that it happens. So more recently, what happens is people reach out and then they don't realize that like what I do is for real. <laughs> yeah. Like I did a family wedding, which was amazing. Like I didn't have to give for any discount or anything like that. It was fantastic. Uh, but there were obviously lots of other family members there. And so on the outside, it just looks like, oh, Megan does photography. <laughs> Not like Megan has a six figure business and a huge team under her and stuff like that. So um since then I've had a couple of people reach out and just like ghost and like, whatever, you know, like it's all about educating the family without being like, just so everybody knows I charged this much (laughs) for a photo session. Um, so, and like that's happened in the past too, where family members have reached out and then they just like kind of ghost. Um, but when I first started, I would be chatting with friends and stuff and, um, I would be let they like, let's say this one friend, they were a couple, um, and so I did photos 
of them. And then they then reached out later and was like, can I do a photo session with my friend? And I was like, yeah. And I think that I was like, it'll be $30 or something like that. Like super cheap. Cause I was just starting and I had no clue what I was doing. And she was like, Oh, I don't want to then. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I think that that's usually when it happens um, is when it's like at the beginning and you're like, it's not even that much money. And then when you do start to charge more money, um, usually people will just be like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And they don't ask for a discount, at least in my opinion. Um, but like, it depends on who the family member was and stuff. Um, maybe I'd be open to a discount depending on what their concept was, but Um, a lot of the times it's like, you have to just treat your family and your friends exactly like you would a client, especially if you have the the business model that you are treating your clients like friends and family, you know, like, um, to have that separation to me doesn't feel super great. So I would only offer a discount to friends and family if it's a situation where I would offer it to anyone else as well. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That's another good rule. Okay. Adding that to my list. But I mean, also that depends on people's business models too. Like if they have much more of a like corporate um, cut and dry professional business model, um, then they may be somebody who never offers discounts except for when it's like certain times of year um, or, um, you know, and, and a family discount, who knows? But for me, I like to treat my clients like friends and family. So I would only offer a discount to family if it's a scenario I would offer it to somebody else. And I remember the other thing I was going to say. So um, the other thing is what, when I'm talking about offering discounts on um, wedding packages and stuff like that, I, uh, when I'm creating my pricing, I create a pricing that is obviously fair and is something that people buy at full price all the time, but it's also not something where I'm creating my pricing at like, what's the lowest that I can offer um, so that people will buy and then discounting it more, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm creating a price that is a healthy price for both parties. You know, it's not jipping them, but it's also not putting myself in an uncomfortable position where I can never offer anybody a discount um, without like really screwing up my finances. Um so that's another thing to keep in mind. Like there are stores out there like um, Aerie, it always offers a bunch of amazing discounts. But then I look at the prices and I'm like, I don't think that this was ever priced to be sold at full price. <laughs> so yeah. you don't want it to be like that necessarily in your business, but um, you can you can get a little bit of that into your business if you would like to think about it. Like businesses do that all the time. So um, again, don't be pricing yourself so high that nobody will ever buy that price. Price yourself where it's still a great offer. People are getting great value, but where there's a little bit of wiggle room for you to offer discounts when you think that it's going to benefit a goal of yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really smart. Um, So what do you think about offering discounts all the time? Like, do you think that I'm not saying you offer discounts all the time, but the, I think that when people, when they're coming up in business, they start to maybe panic a little bit if they're they're not getting business. Um, And so then they just offer discounted things. And that kind of, I wonder if that kind of undermines anyone buying from them at full price, because like for me, if I'm following a photographer that I really like and I want to work with them someday and I know that next month she's going to be offering another discount, there's no way I'm going to try and book at full price. Does that make sense? Totally. And that highlights a a part that I definitely have missed in all of this, which is it's okay to be posting discounts to your stories. And like when I've done the different events or had different ideas and been offering them at a discount, those were obviously forward facing discounts, but um, the ones 
that, and that's like seasonal, like that would be in the summer or at Christmas time or something like that. Um, but you don't want to be posting discounts on your stories too often because of that reason, because people are just going to um, be blind to them. Because generally, if you're going to be posting a discount all the time, they're likely going to be something like 10% off where it's not really enticing to people anyways. And they're just going to be, you know, seeing it all the time. Um, so when you are offering a discount, first of all, don't offer it forward facing very often um, and change up the way it looks. So maybe it's a percentage value at Christmas time, but maybe it's a dollar value in the summer. Um, maybe it's just like a completely special offer with less time and less images for less money um, in the spring or something like that. So there's different ways you can play around with the looks of a discount. But a lot of the time when I'm offering discounts for weddings or pretty much all the time, when I offer discounts for weddings, it's on um, a person to person basis. So it's on the back end. It would be on a phone call with somebody after taking a look at their needs, their plan and their budget and chatting with them, getting a feel for them, that kind of a thing. Um, and then when if I am going to do a forward facing discount for weddings, um, what it would be is something like I make a post on my story and I'm like, hey, the next three people who book are going to get a special gift. Want to know what it is? Contact me. Um, so that it still is kind of on the back end. Um, but and I think that I've only, I've only done that once this year. Right. So it's like have a little bit of mystery to it. And so, um, for your guys' knowledge, those three gifts that I gave were totally custom to what that those couples needed, right? Like, um, it, did they need an extra hour? Did they need a little bit of, you know, money off? Like what was the deal there? Um, so it wasn't just like some blanketed 10% off discount. It was having a chat with them still and being like, okay, how can we, what, what gift can we give you basically for your wedding day? That's going to make it a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that a lot. That reminds me of that 90 day photo marathon thing that mm -hmm. because it was all technically free work that all happened behind the scenes. Yeah. I literally, I said to people in direct message, this is just for my followers and you can invite one or two people, but I am not promoting this publicly. So please don't share it to your stories. And so it kind of put that little bit of protection on it and it didn't like, it didn't just blast out to the whole world, like, Hey, free work or discount or, you know? Yeah. Um, so I really like that tip a lot of like keeping your forward facing discounts to a bit of a minimum or use them strategically and not just be doing it all the time. Yeah. The forward facing ones should be very intentional and planned out. Um, I think that's something that was, um, I, like, I don't want to say a mistake that I made, but something that I would do differently now, um, is that when I used to offer discounts, it was just like, I'm just sitting there thinking maybe I'd be at my, you know, day job. And I'm like, this is it. This is what I got to do to get my next clients. I got to offer this discount and I'd go home and I'd just offer it right away without a plan. Mm -hmm. Um, and now it's like, if you're going to have an offer, think of it kind of like a course launch or a launch of a product or something, have a runway for it. Be talking about it a lot. Like make sure that people know about this. It's not just some random thing that you posted one time and they yeah. see for a week and it's the same picture, like make it a plan and be really intentional about it so that people actually get excited. And it has the weight behind it that it should, because you don't want people to just expect to have money off. You want them to have um, a, a view that is more like, oh, wow, like I'm getting this amazing deal. I'm getting this amazing discount. It's like a gift to me. I'm so excited. I want to tell everyone about it. Yada, yada, yada. It's not just some random Canva post that you made uh, in Canva and posting it to your story for the next week um, that nobody really understands 
why it's important, right? Um, you should be going through, and we talk about this in the photo business design school, um, but basically you should be going through a process on your stories where you're highlighting different things about your business. You're getting some market research about what people want, and then you're going to be posting the offer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super important. Even, and that's go that that goes for any business, right? Like if you just, <laughs> and this is what I used to do all the time too. I had no idea about like how to create anticipation or why I didn't even know it was a thing. And so you just like put out an offer all of a sudden, like, and like, somebody oh, just gets, it. yeah, exactly. So you Why blast, yeah, you blast it out to everyone. You don't give them any warning that something is about to be coming toward them that they might want. And then they're just like, it just, people swipe past it. They turn it away. They're just like, no, rather than getting excited for something that you are building up to, and it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be a great discount when you do it the other way of just like blasting people with the discount and not telling, like giving them a chance to like get excited for it. It, I just lost my train of thought. It, um, my brain is just, I feel like people, when that happens, people don't even notice it because that's what companies do to them all the time. Like you'll be scrolling on Instagram and you see an ad for 10% off at old Navy, you know, like you'll see an ad for, you know, I'm seeing so many furniture sales right now. So if I'm seeing somebody that I'm following, just posting basically a picture with a discount, I'm not, it's not going to register in my mind at all. You know, that, like yeah. you have to shake it up a little bit. That and um, thanks for saying that. Cause it jogged my memory. It had to do with like feeling rejected all the time because mm-hmm. like you didn't tell anyone about it and now it's just there. And now you're like, nobody likes me. I'm a shit photographer. Why isn't anyone booking with me? I'm offering this amazing discount. Like we need to do everything in our power to make what we're offering look exciting and important to other people, not just something that we're quietly working on behind the scenes and we're excited about it. And then we just blast people with it and they have no idea what's going on. And that feeling of rejection is what sparks um, other photographers to potentially say things like stop offering discounts or devaluing the whole industry because that's happened to them and they see it not working. Um, And they potentially also see the fact that if there are multiple discounts being offered all at once by multiple different photographers, then it takes weight away from theirs and they don't know how to make put more weight behind that on their own. So um, it's, you know, when you hear that those kinds of things from other photographers, maybe it's firsthand experience. Um, like I was just chatting about where it's like, it didn't work for me, uh, in order for it to work for me, other people need to stop offering discounts. So I'm going to tell other people to stop offering discounts or people have just heard from another photographer, don't offer discounts. It's terrible. And they're passing that on. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the funny thing with being in a creative business is that majority of people who have success don't know how they got there. Um, some people do. And those people, you know, like definitely take everything that you can from that. But a lot of people don't know how they got there. And so when there's just a lot of like muddy water being passed around everywhere. So whenever you hear anything, like even from us, take it with a grain of salt, think about it and, you know, apply it in a controlled setting so that you can therefore take some sort of data from it and figure out how it worked for you in your market, in the culture that you live in, in the country that you live in. Um, and, you know, take it from there. I think that sometimes people are just like, oh my gosh, this one famous photographer with thousands of followers did this. So I need to do it. It's like the end all be all of what's going to work. Um, and you never know. 
You never know how many of those followers even have bought from them, you know, like um, sometimes we follow artists because their work is really pretty and we like seeing it, but we would never invest money in it. Right. So um, take everything that you see with a grain of salt, especially when people say discounts are the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think if I could just leave it on this note before we kind of do a, uh, an overview is if something doesn't work, even when you offer a discount, instead of making it about you being a shit photographer, like making it about your self-worth, just ask yourself, why didn't this work? What can I try differently next time to get it to work? It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with an approach that you need to put in or an idea that you need to tweak. It has nothing to do with you. And I just think about all the photographers who are feeling bad about themselves or giving up completely because they quote, can't make it work rather than asking themselves, how can I make this work? How can I get people excited about this? How can I get people to buy? And then actually just tweaking things a little bit at a time until something clicks into place. Definitely. And when you allow yourself a big launch time, Um, On the front end of that, you allow yourself time to do that before the offer is over, which is really powerful. Um, And a great example of this is um, I am part of a dance class in Victoria and the teacher has a drop in class and it used to be Wednesdays at noon. And so, you know, some days one person would show up, some days nobody would show up because it's, you know, at noon. And then so then she did some market research and changed the date, like the time so that more people could come, but still it was like slow, not very many people coming. And now it's like a, a full class of drop-ins every wow. week. Right. So it's like this dance teacher could have been like, this isn't working. I'm not going to do this. It's embarrassing. I feel rejected when I'm here and nobody shows up like people it's a drop-in. So you can't tell who's going to show up before you get there. I'm wasting my time showing up at the dance studio and nobody comes. And instead she figured out, you know, what air, what things can I change to make this offer more accessible to more people? Um, and then just made sure that she was posting about it and still nourishing it. And now it's working out perfectly. And so it's the same thing for you. You know, in this case, she didn't wait until like the end of the dance term to be like, well, I got no clients this entire time. Um, it's kind of like your launch period. She saw what was working, what wasn't working and did some market research to see what she could do to improve that offer and make it accessible to more people. And you can do the exact same thing in your business with your offers as well. Yeah. And I just want to like give a quick, let's put a quick sentence in here. Some people not might not know what market research means. So market research is blank. Yeah. Market research is basically when you are gauging where your clients are at. So market research could be Um, I'm figuring out how many of my followers are engaged and already married. I'm figuring out what my clients, like what my followers' biggest pain points are. You know, are they worried that their session's going to be awkward? Do they not like their body? Is it that they don't have the money? You know, Um, what day works best for a session? Anything that you are asking a client or asking your followers or clients or past clients, asking somebody a question and getting an answer is basically market research. Mm -hmm. But you want to kind of have like a decent sized pool for that. Yeah. I, and that is a great way to start doing this. If you haven't yet is literally just using polls on Instagram and asking people questions and taking an interest in them. Um, cool. So can I wrap this up then with, uh, like all of my notes that I took <laughs> and I feel like I missed some, but I just wanted to, cause I feel like it went kind of all over the place in a good way because it's conversation, but there was just so many good little tidbits. 
Um, so discounts should serve a goal and you should have a plan on how you're going to offer those to people rather than just having the idea and then putting it out there in two seconds. Um, use them to fill in the cracks of your schedule. Offer discounts to friends and family if you'd offer it to clients. Um, don't do forward-facing discounts all the time, but look at how you can work those in on the back end if you wanted to. And create anticipation, create anticipation before you put a special offer out so that people can get excited and not feel like they just got whiplash from another discount. Um, so that is, that wraps up our season two officially. And so I don't know if we mentioned that off the top or not. So we will, this is our last episode for summer. We've got very busy summers ahead of us. And so, and everyone else is busy as well. So we are going to take a summer break and we will start season three sometime in September. The date we will announce later, probably on Instagram. So join us there at photo business design. And if you have any questions or need help with anything, reach out to us there in DMs as well. And we're more than happy to answer questions for you or point you toward a good resource. Good. Bye. Bye for the summer. Bye for all of summer. See you when it's (laughs) cold out. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Photo CEO Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the Photo CEO mindset. Business is ultimately a reflection of you. So if you want to grow your photo business, you have to first grow you. We will teach you how to use things like fear, imposter syndrome, and limiting beliefs to your advantage so that you can commit fully to your business. We believe that when you commit fully to your business and your growth, your business will commit fully to you. Your success is absolutely inevitable. So make sure to come back every Tuesday to learn from our mistakes, get inspired, and take empowered action that will transform you from photographer to photo CEO.